welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. History shows again and again that nature winds up the folly of man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tyler W. Moore. I'm Gina. And I'm Roy. And today we are talking about the new film, Godzilla Minus One. We have, I know... I, I, have, have you seen every single Godzilla movie, Gina? I don't think I've seen every single one. I've seen almost. I mean, like, I think some of the 70s ones I haven't seen, but I've seen a lot sure. of those, too. I'd say the only ones you haven't seen are the 90s and up, because I don't put those on as, as fun. Much, yeah. As much. yeah, but, like, I've seen, obviously, I saw, we watched the Godzilla, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla for yes. fun the other month. Yes, but, uh... No, we haven't watched the Japanese 90s ones. Got it, got mm. it, got it. So we have at least two resident Godzilla experts. <laughs> <laughs> and one who's... Uh, and a you know, layman. And a layman. Am I the layman? I, I was yeah. going to give you a little bit more credit, but oh, Roy okay. struck that down. <laughs> oh, ouch. No, so I mean, this is the, this is the newest uh, Godzilla film from Toho. And, you know, they had a lot to live up to. We're going to do this the way we usually do when we talk about a new movie. I don't know if you guys have been on the podcast talking about a new movie. I have. You have. That's correct. Barbie. So, uh, the way we usually do this, we talk about our theater experience real fast. Maybe some <laughs> stuff leading up. Uh, there's not a lot to talk about uh, this this time around. And then uh, we go non-spoilers and then spoiler notes. So, away we go. We saw this at the... East Warren, as per usual. As per usual. And uh, uh, what was very nice about this visit was uh, we saw this on a a Tuesday. um, And apparently, I did not know this, uh, there were discounted tickets today. So tickets were dirt cheap. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people in the theater because it's a Tuesday. More than I would have expected for this film on a Tuesday, though. Right, I was also yeah. going to say partially because it's a Japanese language, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was, who were some interesting members of the audience, Gina? Uh, well, some guy in front of us decided to bring all of his children who were, I mean, the youngest was probably about five. Like, yeah. yeah. And then the other two weren't much older. That might have been his wife. I couldn't tell. Um, or it could have been she a was also daughter. a child. She might have been a child. I don't know. The man brought his child bride. Um, stop it. One of them kept asking his dad what was going on the whole time. And the other one just kind of sat and uh, stood up in his seat a lot. And poor kid. Well, they played in the aisle some, too. Because I almost, uh, I godzilla one of them and almost knocked him down. <laughs> get him back to my seat. Yeah, I don't think those kids could read. They sure, certainly couldn't read fast enough to get subtitles, I would imagine. <laughs> They're like, Daddy, what's World War II? <laughs> uh, so that was interesting. Uh, I sat far enough away that it did not bother, they did not bother me. Yeah, that was that was fun. It's always interesting because I remember thinking that the last time, too. Uh, Shin Godzilla, when, I, when we saw that one, <laughs> had a packed theater. Um, but it was... Uh, I, I definitely wondered, is do these people know, like before the movie, do these people know that they're coming to see a Japanese Godzilla film? <laughs> I would say those people might not have with the kids. Yeah. 
the rest of the theater was straight up nerds. So I'm yeah, sure there were they only did. like three other couples. Yeah, and except I did see those boys in the lobby, and uh, they were brothers. They both had very they had long necks yeah they did some sort of giraffe men because <laughs> <laughs> i walked they out were of the monsters theater. themselves i walked out of the theater and going I like, to watch their king that guy has a tiny little head on a very big neck he could have been a cardassian in star trek overall good theatrical experience i have no complaints gina might complain about the ads because <laughs> they we were, were a little excessive. We were we were hanging out ahead of time, and she's like, "Let's go to the theater. Let's go. Come on, let's go to the theater. What are we doing? Come on!" I did not. She started stamping her feet, uh, knocking things over. I'm like, "This is your house. All, all your breaking I, is yeah, your stuff." Yeah, well, you know, Godzilla. <laughs> she went. Ah! <laughs> we are veering. So uh, let's 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 go into the movie, but you know. As usual, it's always hard to not talk about spoilers because I knew nothing about this movie going in outside of Godzilla is in it. Yep. Um, I knew that it took place before the original Godzilla. I I heard I heard Hits post the war. minus one. Yeah. That mi- oh, you know what? I just got that. I figured you would. Mm-hmm. Just get that. Ouch! That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> He was was right, though, you guys. He was all right. He was right. Is is bullying bad if it's accurate? (laughs) Um, The only thing I knew uh, was that, yeah, it was like post-war, which, I mean, can technically be any time, right? But... (laughs) Unless you're in war. Unless you're in war. And uh, that it was directed by the same guy who did the most recent Loop on the Third movie. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, let's see how this goes, huh? And... I mean, what, what can you say? It was it was a it was a very good movie. It was a very enjoyable viewing experience. I'd say that it was probably the close. Like, it's hard to say, but it feels like a perfect Godzilla film yes. in a lot of ways. Yeah, I I would agree. Because mm-hmm. uh, top shelf, top shelf, certainly uh, the the ratio of Godzilla screen time versus human screen time was really good mm-hmm. well, and the humans were very interesting which yes. obviously right that was the biggest happen. that was the biggest thing that i liked about it is that the human story was very engaging and very like i don't know it got to me yeah it well it, i think that it who would have thunk it you know uh toho like the last couple movies they've done have like chosen have chosen you know very visionary directors and you know they have taken their time and written a good screenplay first mm-hmm. yeah. and then you know made a made a cool also movie. seems like toe kind of stays out of their way while they are developing because like the idea of shin godzilla alone yeah should be struck down in a boardroom somewhere <laughs> absolutely <laughs> a movie about japanese politics mm-hmm. and a lizard godzilla mm-hmm. it's it's you know, because it's it's interesting. I I would I would probably say I liked Shin Godzilla a little bit more than this one. I think I kind of enjoyed. Uh, while I I thoroughly enjoy the fact that this is a period piece, I think that one uh, did some real real crazy shit. Uh, and yeah, that's true. But both of them are like go kind of back to like the roots 
of the series. Uh, they're very like in um, more ways than one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're very much big bad Godzilla coming around, and he's not a good guy, and layered he's with criticisms of the real life politics, real life yeah, politics. the Japanese government, and the Japanese, you know, feelings after the war, and mm-hmm. like. Well, and I thought it was interesting. I don't know if it's just the specific things they delved into, and I thought the acting was really, really phenomenal. Yes, I, the yeah. lead guy was great, incredible. Yeah, and playing a really flawed, interesting hero that is not the lead in giant no. blockbuster movies. This no. movie could have functioned on its own without Godzilla in it. It would have been an interesting story. It's true. Yeah, and then that's just icing on the cake. But still, Godzilla didn't feel like pushed into it. It was integral. The secondary characters were all really colorful (laughs) and interesting. I love every character. But not cartoonish. But still, like, can say a joke. Right. Be a little funny. It's not, like, it doesn't feel like, you know, Disney Marvel humor. Yeah. Like, it felt very natural. And it felt very Japanese. Yes. Yeah. And the playful, like, interactions between all the boat guys... Mm-hmm. Which I loved, and the archetypes. Yeah. Doc. And you obviously the, have a scientist. And the old the season captain. The kid. And, yeah. and the, the kid. kid. Yeah. And then even down to, like, you know, there's Navy guys that are, you know, all seem like real people yep. at the yeah. end, you know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, just some of, like, the, you, they're very quickly introduced. Uh, and, but, like, you're, like, when bad things are happening, like, oh, you, you feel for him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and like, cause the set pieces in this movie are outstanding. And like, it was very beautifully shot. The Godzilla attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the ocean stuff mm-hmm. that usually isn't handled great in a lot of Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this one, the three, there's like a 360 shot yeah. around a boat mm-hmm. that just really fantastic. They're they're always framed up really well. It's it's always impressive when you when you can make the ocean interesting as yeah. a setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always fun to see Godzilla swimming underwater. Yes. <laughs> well, and I I love the effects on this were so incredible. Like it made me really want to delve in and be like, what part of that was real and what part of that is computer generated? And I, did you, how much of this did you do? Is there a suit? I kind of like At some shots I think there might have been a suit in the water. Like, That's kind of what I was wondering. There's at a, least a big puppet, uh, you know? Yeah. It was so real. Mm-hmm. And, they, whatever they did, because I, there were like, the only time where I was like, because like the, one of the knocks you can give Shin Godzilla is like there were, there are scenes where the CG in that movie does not look good. Yeah. But <laughs> like, uh, the only shot where I was like, ugh, was like there was a shot of some tanks rolling up and, and uh, yeah. turning and it's yeah. like, those kind of look a little dated well like, and i mean but because obviously they supposed to well it i mean was... i mean dated in terms of the Te- like like technically oh i mean because like that was in a city that i assume is pretty much recreated uh, you know digitally of the era yes you know so that mm-hmm. was a very cg heavy sequence i have yeah. you know uh but that was i noticed that too that was the mm-hmm. only time i really I felt I was like I'm if I bring that up I'm gonna feel really petty about it and guess what I was right. Um, <laughs> guess what Roy is also incredibly petty. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean like in the fact that because it was um, 
the other movie I know him for is a is a is a CG version of Lupin. So like uh, the fact that he was like writer director and like visual effects head that like, was made incredible. a lot of yeah. a lot of sense. And yeah. I think that helped a lot because mm-hmm. it seems like it just seems like you'd have such a better understanding of what you can do mm-hmm. and how to do it best and, and, and what to, to have best. in a close up and what to not have yeah. in a close up. Yeah. And, and not like not push too far, and then right. come up with something bad. You know, yeah. like I some just, directors then do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just super impressed because a lot of the visual effects heavy movies I've seen lately, it's not. Yeah, I mean the movements really strange and well, I don't I, know. shiny and yeah. The, yeah. D- the difference that we're seeing here is that this is probably you know like the the big thing, whatever you know visual effects studios were were working on right whereas like you know here we're, we have so many movies like the pipeline is so clogged that all of them just kind of come out bad yeah like I even that even when you know even when it's you know top tier stuff uh, yeah. or studios that like are doing some of the best work in the industry um is that why jurassic park looks so much better than some things that come out now Mm -hmm. yeah it's because they were all working on that that makes a lot of sense actually and it was also practical in points yeah yeah of course Mm -hmm. um with i want to talk about godzilla's design a little bit because i really like it it felt kind of it felt a little bit like the american godzilla in some ways like but then also like very thick boy yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. gonna say dem thighs, but like late Heisei era as uh-huh. well. Like it yeah. kind of, I think I saw something like GMK. Like that was the big inspiration for this one in terms of like, definitely in design, if nothing else. But like how they handled some of the sequences as well. But his little face kind of looked like the old '60s yeah. monster it, somehow. Yeah, like, it, he kind of has like that that like pit bull. Look. Yeah, 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 like kind of cute almost. Chunky cheeked, mm-hmm. thick brow, you yeah. know, like. This is the perfect version of that. A yeah, little so. kind of stubbed snout. Stubbed snout, and he, you know, he. there are points in the angle of his head where he does look kind of like he's smiling a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As he's but he doesn't like, have like the cookie monster eyes. So no, that no. Kinda, that the helps. eyes, what it, they did several close-ups like on those, and I was very impressed with those because they mm-hmm. just looked real. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they often don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I loved his charge up. Yeah. I loved his little fins or whatever you would call them popping yeah. up. That was As awesome. it goes up. That was very fun. And, you know, we Again, all know what's coming. Yeah. And, like, another one of those things that kind of feels like, you know, the, the modern iterations of Godzilla, like, that have been blended into. Like, this feels like the ultimate Godzilla, like these are people who have been fans of everything that has come so far trying to give like the ultimate mm-hmm. payoff yeah knowing the design in every single movie and taking the pieces that they like, like the most, the most yeah. and mm-hmm. applying it where and making a conducive design yes right. yeah i did love he's very he's got those little arms that are good for nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh you know those big chunky legs the big old belly mm-hmm. big chunky tail this and i i mean i might be incorrect but um like it always felt like the thing they <laughs> the japanese have been a little obsessed with is like just 
continuing to make theirs bigger yeah. and especially <laughs> bigger than ours. Yes. Um, that didn't feel like it was something here. I felt like they kind of just chose. He did. He got larger as the movie went on. Yeah, which was very, it was a nice, interesting touch. I liked at the early scene he was smaller. Yeah. Like, he was T-Rex size. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought that was like, oh, okay, we're, we're going to reserve ourselves a little bit here. Let's talk about spoilers. Okay, <laughs> take thank the, you. Take the leash off. Ah. We've, we've, we've determined that we like this movie. Like this movie. Pressing forward. Movie. <laughs> a couple more days you have the chance. If you, yeah, if you do have I'm, the chance. Yeah, I imagine it'll be rental pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, although you missed out you if did. you didn't see it on the it, big screen. It was a genuinely. very good big screen experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can only imagine what the IMAX would have been like. That would might have been that would have been too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, personally, I kind of have some issues with IMAX, but. What about Screen X? Whatever the hell that is. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's Cerebro from X-Men. You just put the helmet on and it just plugs it right into your brain. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know you're not. He, he just looked at me and shook his head like, no, Gina, I'm kidding. Well. I didn't think you were serious. I know I'm pretty gullible. He was serious. <laughs> He's messing with you that he wasn't being serious. I see. I see. <laughs> I don't believe you. Anyway. Yeah, no, like you said, the characters are really amazing. I thought, like, you know, just, uh, again, like, just sort of the, like, the idea of a, a, a kamikaze pilot who didn't go through with his job having, like, survivor's guilt was... Yeah, it, it was... Not only survivor guilt about that. Yeah. Right. Well, PTSD, because mm-hmm. he, like Tyler said, um, the main character is, he he's on his kamikaze mission, and he pretends something's wrong with his plane, so he lands on Odo Island, where there are mechanics to fix the plane, mm-hmm. and those mechanics are like, huh, that's weird, there's nothing wrong with your plane, but then there's Godzilla. Mm-hmm. So there's the first primary Godzilla attack, so he has PTSD from... Not being able to shoot the smaller Godzilla, right? With it's, his plane, which maybe it killed would have killed that Godzilla. Maybe, and you know, obviously you feel bad about that. Yeah. So he has like this complicated, crazy survivor's guilt. And then he goes home to find his entire family dead and his mm-hmm. house destroyed. And yeah, I mean, another great character is his neighbor, who yeah. like fucking hates him at first. And mm. just sort of slowly, that relationship kind of repairs itself because he takes in uh, Lost Woman and that and the orphan baby. Noriko. Noriko, Noriko and, and Akiko. And they kind of form a family unit because yeah. this woman, the neighbor, has lost all of her family. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And Noriko has taken in Akiko because her parents died. She's mm-hmm. just a little baby and her parents died in the air raids. And so did Noriko's parents. I yeah. will say, uh, Godzilla, you made that little you made that little girl cry, and I will not forgive you until yeah. you have to. You're gonna have to save Japan a couple times before yeah. I before I before I, that was messed any up. forgiveness. That was messed up. <laughs> and he gets a job dismantling mm-hmm. mines. Yeah, or I'm, not dismantling, but setting them off. Yeah. And that was very interesting. I love that. And that's where the rest of the characters come in, the yeah. rest of his crew. And those the guys. The scientist and the captain and the kid. Yeah. They're very. 
you could they show you very quickly that these people all, all like each other and they care about each other. Yes. And obviously time passes through the Yeah, movie. he works for a while, he rebuilds his house. Before about a three year period. Yeah, I think. before yeah. Godzilla shows up again. And then yeah, no, because like they are they're just talking about how Ginza's like been rebuilt and it yeah. immediately gets leveled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She gets a job at an office in Ginza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so he's out on the boat and they see all the dead fish and a U.S. battle cruiser's been destroyed. Mm-hmm. But the, dead, the dead fish was a neat yeah, that's visual a nice little thing yeah. to Ominous. show that Godzilla's showing up. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, so, and the growing amounts. Yeah, uh, as he gets bigger. Oh yeah, like how many fish? Yeah, mm-hmm. like the, towards the end, there's just they were all over the right. Mm-hmm. But um, they're supposed to basically watch out for Godzilla, and because the U.S. government won't come deal with it because of Soviet tensions, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the Japanese government won't do anything either, kind mm-hmm. of for the same reason. Yeah, they talk a lot about. Um, just the failure of the Japanese government to protect individual lives yes. yeah. during the war. And that's a very, very big theme is that individual life is sacred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, just, you know. Not disposable as right. it was treated during the war. Yeah. Right, as how they were all treated during yeah. the war, it mm-hmm. feels like. And I just really enjoyed that because element. Those, yeah, because that's. Because at the end, there you had. There are a bunch of the citizens take control and stop Godzilla on their own without the government and by forming, and they have to all the ex Navy guys to have to volunteer mm-hmm. and they're very they're like sailing decommissioned ships yeah they're but they're very hesitant to yeah. get right. involved. Because of how little value was placed on their lives during yes. the war effort, yeah. Right, and the fact that they survived the war and they don't want to die. Yeah. And they want to be with their families because they were lucky enough to get out. Mm-hmm. It's only after, like, there's pretty much next to a promise, like, hey, like, we're, we're going to do our best to make sure no one... Yeah, Doc gives that yeah. rousing speech. There's a couple, yeah, that was a good rousing speech. Mm-hmm. And, then, and I think everybody, the people that obviously did it, went because they kind of knew that Godzilla was going to keep coming. And, yeah. you know, somebody had to do something, which is mm-hmm. said a couple of times in the movie. Yeah, right? Basically, that somebody has to do we, something. Somebody's got to do it. Well, because like, there's the um, the captain of the boat is is very critical. Um, yeah. Like, like saying mm-hmm. all these things, and he pretty much uh, sets where the line is as far as, like, you know... There's being forced to go do these things without any sense of self, and then there's like, well, this is this is bigger than us, and we and something needs to be done about it. And yeah, that that definitely comes into play as far as the um as far as like the sort of the committee behind you yeah know, making and, this uh, happen. And the whole time, the lead character has been dealing with like dreams and flashbacks and mm-hmm. this guilt of. Like Roy said, like he maybe could have stopped it yeah. if he had been able to, you know, have some bravery. And he's very hard on himself, and mm-hmm. his, and people are hard on him. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. find out that he's a kamikaze pilot that isn't dead, and you know, there's an instant loss of respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, he feels that acutely, and he constantly is telling that poor little girl, "I'm not your dad." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he and, doesn't want a, her to have a failure of right. her father, yeah. and, and and he doesn't want Noriko to have a have him as a husband because right. until he redeems himself, because it's a, shameful. It's a shameful thing, yeah. and he says a few times, "Because my war isn't over." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um. You know the, the other uh, sur- the the other survivor on the island is uh, one of the mechanics, and I was I kept wondering throughout the movie like when's this guy gonna come yeah. back because he seems important. Yeah, and uh, finally, uh, in a very great scene, like he writes him a bunch of letters, like any place he could possibly be, and. It doesn't tell you until he shows up that he is like essentially like blamed him for what happened on the island to make him well, mad enough to seek him out. He brings him in because they get an experimental aircraft that his idea is that he'll fly around Godzilla and shoot at him and draw him into a special place yeah, for, for the their, plan to be enacted. They're like really pretty interesting plan to kill Godzilla. Yeah. Like... I thought it was just like when he like he's uh, kind of has like a sheet over the his his plan. I was like, we're gonna get an oxygen destroyer here. Yeah. Nope. nope. That's what, that's what I thought too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like they're gonna sink Godzilla to the bottom of the ocean very quickly by exploding Freon or releasing Freon. Freon. They're gonna wrap it around him with cables and stuff, and basically, basically kill him, kill the living tissue on Godzilla. Through pressure. Yep. Right. Because conventional weapons don't work on this Godzilla because he just heals. Yes. Yeah. Which, Which was a big reveal I loved. Yeah. That was they, insane. They showed it, did a perfect job mm-hmm. of setting that up. <laughs> yeah. And he, um, so the other plan is if he doesn't die cool. from sinking to the bottom, they have these inflatable buoys that are going to bring him right back up. The Japanese balloon company, which I was like, those guys are cool. Like, yeah, They're that in their little great. jumpsuits and hats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That, like, it's just, like, it's it's so, it's such a thing of that era. Like, just, like, yeah. of course the balloon company would be finding a way to, to weaponize what they have. have. Yeah. And, yeah. like, yeah, because obviously all of these balloon company people were in the war too. Like, yep. At least the war effort, you right. know. But secretly, the lead character is planning to load the plane with explosives and fly it into Godzilla's mouth. Which is where the mechanic comes in. Yeah. Which is where the mechanic comes in because he. Because all the planes th- have been decommissioned yes. and, right. and they need a mechanic to get the plane right. to fly. He loads it up and wires it up to be a big bomb and you know you kind of get the i mean i knew because yeah. at one point doc kind of says they didn't even have ejector seats yes yeah that in was planes a, and i was like hmm. and then you have a line. shot put a pin in that right you have a <laughs> shot where you can see the pilot seat and there's like writing in german yeah mm-hmm. on the seat and i'm like mm-hmm. so i i thought i obviously thought i obviously clocked all that too I did have to think that maybe the because they kind of set it up a little bit that maybe the mechanic is gonna make that not work. Oh, <laughs> you thought that? Like just for ha- like I considered bit, that. I like, I thought when he so I was a little I thought they set it up a little bit, like a little bit more subtle. Like so he tells him to pull this lever and that will like 
um, arm the bomb, basically. Right. I thought that lever was also was actually going to serve for his um, ed, like a, a, for the ejector. Yeah. Scene. Oh well, because he said you pull this, and then he says, and then this, and then it cuts. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then I. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. But it's good because otherwise I think it would have been too hard to bear the sadness. Yeah. Oh, because he thinks Noriko died. Yeah, because yeah. Noriko's in... We didn't in, mention that. In the Ginza. city. Ginza. That was the best scene, by the in way, the, the little subway thing. Oh, yeah. In the... Oh, that was so cool because they recreated a lot of elements from the original Godzilla yeah. mm-hmm. in that attack. The in. music... Yeah. And he does. He bites the train, train, and so she's in the train, dangling out, yeah. and then she falls into the water. But she survives that, and he comes back to save her, the lead character. Yeah. And then within in the streets is Godzilla stomping and just stomping on people, hitting buildings mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. We see people fall off buildings, all these terrible things. The very realistic depiction of like, because obviously, you know, we have uh, more and more experience of what it would be like if something were to uh, level a city in this yeah. way. Um, like the, the realistic way they go about that and is like, is even, really cool. Even like, like the down to like Godzilla stepping and the cup pavement coming up. Yep. Well, right. And that I like, doesn't always, that does not he, happen in other, there were some reporters movies. like on the roof of a yeah. building mm-hmm. and he walks by and his thick thigh and just, just kind of like scrapes it. the building, but it's the God foundation. damn boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the foundation. So, the so it falls on. apart, yeah. you know. That I love that scene with the reporter because that guy is like he's like calling it like it's a football game, yeah, yeah. Being incredibly scared and excited at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, I, it was like this is this is their Raymond Burr of the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Immediately yes, what I thought. that's what I thought of. Yeah. Too. Godzilla gets pissed off because the tanks start shooting him and he does his atomic breath and mm-hmm. he hits this and then a shockwave runs through the city and you right. think. Uh, she dies. Yeah. Because she pushes the lead out of the way in between two two buildings and then she gets blown away. Mm -hmm. And then they don't... But, like, it's a couple days in between Godzilla attack and when they do this plan. So she's been missing. It's about a week or so. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the city's in ruins. You have to find people. And they establish that, like, they have so many searches going on because he tries to find the other mechanic guy and they're like, well, we're looking for people. Yeah, and also, like, they touch upon the radiation and everything else that they have to deal with. Right, Mm -hmm. that it's hard to clean up because of radiation. But I definitely had a feeling of, like... Oh man, we had her survive the the subway thing just for her to get blown yeah, away in this. Right. I mean, the only thing I thought that maybe the hero does die, but at least the right. kid still has his yeah. mom. Yes. Oh, see, I thought she was dead because I'm kind of dumb, but um. <laughs> I, you know, whenever you're in a movie, if you never see the body. I know. And that's Never what get, I thought of. When never see her get wheeled away. Well, yeah. well, at the end, when she runs up with the telegram to give it to him, I was like, oh, okay, she's alive. Yeah. Because I didn't see her body. But mm-hmm. I'm a little slower on the uptake than you guys. The plane is really cool. The Just plane the, is awesome. It's a very good idea to, like, very fun. Yeah, because there were a lot of really good shots of, yeah. like, Godzilla versus the plane. Yeah, the plane obviously, like, really pisses Godzilla off. <laughs> he's he not a fan. Get it? Can't quite get it. Yeah, he's, he's chomping right. at it. Well, because like... he's got little baby arms. Yeah, That's so right. he's just chomping on it. At Maybe it. take a swat with his tail. But it's very, they say that the plane is very maneuverable because, mm-hmm. you know, it's an experimental fighter jet. It's a jet. weird 
rear propeller plane. Yeah. Rear winged plane. I was sweating it a little, and (laughs) I was really sad about... I mean, I knew he wouldn't probably die, but I was just really sad about the little girl. Well, like... Yeah, that little girl is. She was a, so cute. Fair and like a pretty good oh little actor. Yeah, like, she was like, so good. Like considering she's two. Or yeah, three, two or three, three or four. Yeah, like three she or was, four. Yeah, that was like, geez, that's crazy. What, what did you take from her? <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my god, she was just wailing, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, I need to comfort the yeah. child. <laughs> they all, yeah, no, like because everybody yeah. loves the kid in the movie, also. Yeah. All right, of his buddies and love the captain it. like is on the radio, and he says, "If you orphan her, I'll never forgive yeah. you." Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's how everyone feels, buddy. Yeah. So just remember that. The movie tugged expertly tugged on heartstrings in a way that. Almost got to be where it could be schmaltzy. Right. But never, like, no, never crossed that, that line. I yep. loved it. And, like, they also picked, like, the, like, not only, like, they picked the cutest baby and yeah. then the cutest toddler. Yeah. Like, yeah. It oh was my God. like, you and, immediately loved this child. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I think an American movie doing the same kind of story, it would have got incredibly. Yeah. Schmaltzy oh yeah, and they would have fumbled it. They would have gotten overly like Spielbergian, like yeah, and they never would have had the hero be that flawed. Yeah, well, and some of beginning. it is just our different cultural. Some of it's different cultural stuff. I mean, we could right. never do the message here about like no, oh, the triumph of the individual, right? You know, no. life. It would definitely be no he sacrificed his life or I don't know it would just be different oh yeah and not have the same I don't know I cried. I mean obviously yeah, obviously you could never do sort of like the 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 sacrifice ha- takes on it it's it very much its own meaning in yeah. the context of it being a Japanese film yeah it's a different like it's just a very different context like Tyler said mm-hmm. but did you cry Tyler I got real close I Teared quite a bit, but none went down my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no, that... I thought maybe Roy was watching me. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, actually, all the children were. Uh, that the lady's crying. Me. That lady's crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! They were only quiet like during the big sequences, and maybe that's just because I couldn't hear them. I have a. I can't no, they, filter out anything. They loved all the Godzilla right. stuff in the movie. Right, but that's then like during the dialogue, they're like crinkling their paper. I'm like, I did hear the crinkling. Just crinkling that candy wrapper. Because like there is a point. Uh, second act. A little bit of that and a little mm-hmm. bit of the third. Where Godzilla doesn't, isn't there for yeah. a while. Yeah, and it's a long a time for a kid. For it's, a kid. I mean, it is... I didn't really notice it too much. I did, obviously, enough to, to mention it, but... Yeah, well, it's it's like it's on par with like a good classic Godzilla movie. Yeah. Like, the amount of screen time he has. Like, it's not, you know, the second... Um, um, I should, that's bad phrasing. It isn't Godzilla <laughs> King of the Monsters. Yeah. Well, we need more Godzilla. No, less. We need less. No, we need more. Wait, that was too much. Now, no, wait, that wasn't Why enough. Why are you with all these boring human characters? <laughs> we did. We were talking in the car about just one of our friends. We went and saw the American one, would you say, 2014? And we yeah. walked out of the theater and he was complaining about <laughs> the Godzilla amount. And I'm like, you have not watched never enough seen of, of these. these films. Yes. 
but <laughs> well, he I mean, won't listen. To, to uh, like, I get it, but I don't get it in that, like, that 2014 movie is a huge cock tease. Like, it will yeah. show you something and then cut away. <laughs> I mean, and I love that about it. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, the best shot of the being, like, Godzilla and then the doors close. Yes. <laughs> and it's just yes. like, oh, well. <laughs> you know what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. You're doing this on purpose, This movie's movie. edging me and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> just a little tease. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. Let's. Uh, this movie is not a tease. This movie's not a tease. I, it's a. It's. Uh, this is coming from someone who likes Godzilla movies. It is a good amount, and yeah. uh, you know what? Um, Jamie rating. Final thoughts. I really loved it. I think it was very good. Uh, these are great final thoughts. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a nine. I, I um, agree with the sentiment. I really enjoyed all of the throwbacks. I enjoyed the um, using the music from yes. the original. I thought the acting was incredible. And I don't know. I actually really, truly enjoyed it. And I'll probably also give it a nine. I think this is probably the Godzilla film that most people really would want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's all it's it's glorious spectacle. It's a very solid, well done story. It doesn't lag. It never gets goofy or stupid. You can actually take a very large reptile very seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it ten. I think okay. it might be one of the most perfect Godzilla films ever put. I think if anybody's ever like like if I met somebody who had never seen one of them or never seen a Japanese one like yeah. like I said I like Shin this Godzilla is... more but yeah. I would not recommend that as no, like the first one. No, that's a one. deep fan. Yeah, right. I this is a this great... is the first one I would recommend. Yeah, this yeah. is a great bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if especially if they can't take older films. Yeah, you know because the original cut of the original Godzilla mm-hmm. insane incredible we what, got to see 11 it on the, Jamies yeah. yeah we got to see that on the big screen too yeah. and it was it, it kind of changed my life a little they're, 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 he re without redoing the entire story yeah. he right. recreated uh, you know the feeling of the original yes agree right and there were a lot of details this is the this is the type of this take notes if you want to modernize a classic film yeah. this is the way to do your oh own thing yeah. but honor what's there honor what's there oh you know what we didn't mention the black stuff creeping up the side of her neck oh yeah at the end at the end mm-hmm. she's got the radiation yeah yeah oh and obviously Godzilla's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Godzilla regenerated at the bottom of the ocean. Listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com.
don't care what Melanie Addington says. Don't you don't have to stay to the end of the credits. There's no post credit scene. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure that's what she said. I'm almost 99% positive. It was on Facebook. <laughs> so I guess I could be misremembering it. But I was told there was a post credit scene. We're let down.